Welcome to another episode of Spock Sports Show. It's a look at everything sports here in the mid-Michigan area. And now, here's your host, Chris Spockman. Spock Sports Show, we're hanging out at the CMU Baseball Press Conference, introducing a Jake Sable. They were talking about his dad, Rick, a little bit, and so I figured... Might as well ask him to jump on with me because he's the one that's really got the stories. And, Rick, you played yourself at Northern Illinois. I won't, you know, make you talk about the years or anything, but what position did you play in baseball when you were coming up? I played outfield and first base. All right. Now, did you have a favorite out of those two? Uh, ended up probably being the outfield. Being the outfield? Yes. All right. And now... It's so a freshman in 06. I guess talk a little bit about your playing career. How successful were you? Did you have a chance to move on after college? Uh, no, I didn't, which I would have loved to. I think anybody that plays, you know, at that level is looking to do that. Um, uh, I was grateful to play Division One at Northern. We, we weren't uh, one of the top teams in the MAC, but we did uh, um, respect Central Michigan as being, especially at that time, they had some players that went on, Kurt Young, uh, Dave Pagel, um, a lot of these guys were, were very good, and they were always tough to play, respected them. So now that my son's here and has played for him, it's kind of awesome. Um, but uh, it's a program that's always been good. And, um, you know, I was a um, decent uh, player but didn't get a chance to move on, uh, but enjoyed every minute of it and enjoyed all the people and friends I made. Uh, truly sports reaches across. Um, you play with guys from other states and everything and stay in touch here and there, so it's cool. And he, he knows all about that, which is a cool experience. Is there still any, like, a little bit of a Mac rivalry there? Or yes. Is he, or, yeah, all all right. my friends, my roommate, who's my best <laughs> friend to this day, and he was from Illinois, um, he, he uh, says he's going to begrudgingly have to get a Central Michigan hat because they used to rag on He played first base. He said they used to rag on, uh, on me unmercifully <laughs> at first base. But he'll put a hat on for Jake, he said. It's, it's a little bit like me, Matt LaFleur, a guy who's from uh, Pleasant here, is now a coach of the Green Bay Packers. It's like, well, I guess That's when they're tough. not playing yep. Detroit. Yep. You know? and so one of the things I, I heard them talk about when he was being introduced, I think it's something that's kind of big to his baseball story. He got cut from his high school team. And so I think you you got a unique perspective about that. How, how much did that drive him is what I want to ask you. Well, it's amazing because it's not anything you would want as a dad for your kid. But when I look back, I wouldn't change any of it. Um, you know, we discussed it when it happened. It was a big blow. He was certainly disappointed. Uh, but I felt like, you know, I said, uh, your coach, he's not responsible for your success or not. You know, so what do you want to do here? And how do we want to go from here? And Jake said he still wanted to play baseball, played in the summer. Um, we tried to get better. I did some things with him that I thought might help. Um, weighted balls and stuff for pitching. And uh, he tried out again the next year. He made the team. Um, and he played, he played, but not a ton. Uh, and, then, and then walking on, when he said he wanted to do that, I was like, okay, you know, but I, I didn't know how that would go. Uh, they saw something in him, which was awesome. And he's the kind of guy, Jake's the kind of guy that figures it out if given a chance. I mean, might not blow you away right off the bat, but he's very determined, very prepared, very insightful, and he made it happen. I mean, we went from uh, 6'3", 180 to 6'5", 235, throwing 92 miles an hour. Uh, so, you know, he really did it himself, but he was given an opportunity, and I think he has a wonderful perspective for kids who 
come onto the program or he tries to see something in him because of that. He wasn't the four-star recruit or anything like that. So, yes, it was a different perspective. And so many times it is about getting that coach. And you have so many guys that, that go play college baseball and they completely change positions. They'll be a catcher and you find out they got a good arm, so they put them on the mound. So much can change from that high school to the college level. But for you as a dad, what, over those few years, how much did you just kind of like sit back, smile, and just be so proud? Well, I, uh, often. Um, but, you know, when he came into this and then he understood it a little, I think if you heard him say he got there and he saw the senior leadership and the facilities and he thought, wow, this is a big deal. Because I had said to him, you know, if you do make this team, there's a great tradition here. You're going to put a lot of time in. This is a big deal. And I thought, what great for him, just as my kid, for what he'd get out of it. Then all of a sudden, he started to get better. Then my next hope was, well, maybe he can actually play, participate, and pitch. And then he did that. And it was like, well, maybe he can earn a starting run. And then, and then you know, ends up getting drafted and everything, which he made it all happen. So, yes, for me to sit back and watch that was uh, really, as a dad, I – it's what you dream of. It's what you dream of. I couldn't be any prouder, and not just for the athletics, just for how he went about this. Just a good person um, and, and made it happen, determined. It makes you feel like your kid can be successful in life when he goes through something like that. I really, like I said, when somebody's given him a chance, if they've given him an inch, he's taken it a mile. You know what I mean? And that's what he's planning to do here with the CMU program. And I want to ask you a little bit about, you know, his – role-playing days because I go to the old baseballreference.com. I could spend some hours there. And uh, when he was in Traverse City, he had a summer where he went 10-6, and six, three complete games, two shutouts. How, were you guys up there for a bunch of that? Yes. Uh-huh. Very, very fun. That's a unique experience and setting. I know it's they, it's no longer the pro ball, but they still have it going on with the college, I yep. understand. We really enjoyed going up there, watching Jake pitch. He did well. It was interesting because he had played for the Tigers, got released, uh, got with Traverse City and was doing really well. So at the end of the year, the discussion was what he wanted to do. And he was like, I think I did pretty good and nobody picked me up. And then he got the opportunity to coach and he said, I'm going to take this um, and do this. So um, he did well, but it didn't go further. And therefore, I think it, he was ready to move on to his other passion, which if you read anything on a bio or anything, even in central Michigan, it's to be a coach or a general manager. So this is something that he always kind of wanted to be. Yes. And now he's followed Bischel in several places. Yes. Uh, tough act. Yes. And I, he's already done it a couple times. So were you surprised that he was able to have the sustained success at Northwood? Um, I knew it would be tough. Uh, they had a good thing in place, but, you know, just for the couple of years and Jordan left and then, of course, the expectations and, you know, well, Jordan did this way and, you know, Drake, Jake wanted to maintain but still have his own little uh, way of handling things. So I think he ended up um, navigating that well. It's a tough situation and they continued the success, culminating with a really good year this year for everything so uh, yeah he understands what this is about coming into this too so I think that's a little bit of a plus because I do think that's difficult to follow that in a lot of cases and now how much does that support mean from him you know know what I mean he gets the continued support I imagine that's kind of a big thing and big thing when he's getting hired here for him to tell the you know the AD and the president you know he's giving his thumbs up yeah it is big and I think uh, you know Jordan and Jake talked and even said you know 
I like where the where the program was after I left, and I feel confident you can do the same thing here. And you're an alum, and you bleed uh, maroon and gold, and, I, and and you've grown as a coach. And so he felt he was a fit, and that is big. It's good to get that endorsement. Absolutely. Yeah. Last thing I want to ask you, kind of a fun one. You, you know, go back in the day. So when he was old enough to pitch, and you were still swinging that bat, uh, how much fun did you have putting him up against the wall when he was younger? Did you do that quite a bit? <laughs> well, you know, you can't. You, well, I always wanted him to earn it. So even when we played hoops in the driveway oh, yeah. or whatever, I never really made it easy for him in anything. Uh, and then when the time came that obviously he was reaching a different level, um, it takes you back, but then you also feel good about it. You're glad to see that. So development of the kid and the dad, we've had a great time. I've had, listen, I could do it, over, I'd do it all over again in a heartbeat. <laughs> it was wonderful um, to go through with him. All right, Rick, thanks so much for joining us, man. Look forward to seeing you around, man. See you Thank baseball. you, man. Appreciate, Appreciate that. Yep. yep. Chris Bachman hanging out with you at Spock Sports Show. We are still up at the CMU Press Conference introducing Jake Sable from CMU Baseball. And a big thank you to Rick for taking some time to chat with me about Jake. And what wasn't anything embarrassing, Jake, I promise. <laughs> but graduated from 2011, drafted by the Tigers that same year. Five and three was your record that year as well, correct? Yep. Yep, and then you also, in 2013, you know, went to the old baseballreference.com or whatever. That was the year I saw you had a ton of success up in TC, 10-6, and 6, a 1.26 whip. Talk about your playing career, how much fun that was, and we'll go back to, you know, I want to ask you about the old high school thing after that, too. Yeah, um, well, you know, playing career-wise, I, I had a unique path, right, coming here as, as a walk-on and, and essentially being one of the last guys on the roster when I first got here and, and not even really knowing if I had a spot or not. My dad and I kind of talk all the time. Like, we, we laugh about it now, but he would call me every couple of days. So any news? Like, I know you have a locker in the clubhouse and, and all this stuff, but, like, have they told you anything? And so to be able to make it through that and, and just have the support of my teammates and my coaches, to, to like I said in the speech earlier, to, to see something in me that maybe I didn't see at the time was really special. you, you got to be familiar with Major League 2, right? Yeah. Were you, you were Rube Baker? <laughs> for a few days coming in to see if you had that Crazy, you know, the red card. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's cool, man. Yeah, so like after that, um, and like I talked about earlier, I just being around those people in 20, 2006 and 2007, I really had – it showed me what I needed to do to be really good. Like I had no idea what it was going to take. I didn't – had no idea what college baseball – like when I first got here and had that first practice, I, I called my dad right after and said – why didn't you tell me of this stuff? You know, like we're doing bunties and picks and we're out there two, three hours and all this stuff that you never do in high school and summer ball. And so that was eye opening for sure. And just to see the, um, uh, the, the, the talent level we had here was, was incredible. Um, and it always has been. So I knew that a little bit, but to see it in person, to see how those guys worked and see how big they were and their stats and how they played the year before was, was just, you know, outrageous. And then knowing that, Hey, I want to be one of those guys at some point. So, um, I had to bet on myself a little bit. I really had to dive in and buy into what Coach Jaxa and Coach Volano and eventually Coach Odbaluski, who was here, um, what their vision was for me as a player. And it might not have been right away that that you know that was going to be in the cards, but I needed to spend some time on that and and figure out a way to put my head down and work and make smart choices and and uh, figure out what's going to make me really good. So I, I give a ton of credit to those guys for helping me develop. Yeah, they had the trust in you, so you need to have that trust in them, which is probably a hard thing to do on the baseball field when. You want to get out there and play, but it's one of those you got to develop and you got to develop, and particularly when you get to that level. Now, I, I thought it was crazy that they said you were cut from your high school team, and I think anybody time anybody hears that, they think of the old Michael Jordan story. And yeah. you're not far off, Jake. I mean, let's be real. You got cut from the team. You ended up playing some very high-level baseball. Now here you are coaching Division One at your alma mater. That's, how much did that motivate you? 
Um, well, it was it was a tough time for sure because I loved the game of baseball and and uh, like I like I mentioned before, I, I wasn't sure if I was ever going to get back into it. Like it was it was a challenge because I really didn't uh, understand why it happened. But that's another story and. Uh, the motivation I had from my parents to, hey, put your head down and work. Good things are going to come from this. You know, if it works out, great. If it doesn't, then fine. And, you know, I made the team as a senior. I, I played sparingly. It wasn't like I just became a, uh, a dude right away, and I, I mentioned that too. And, and, uh, but I just happened to stumble upon a, a showcase as a, as in the summer of my senior year, and a few coaches from CMU were there, and that's kind of how I ended up here. Like, it was a last-minute type of thing, and just really grateful that it all worked out. I mean, timing has been so huge in my life lately with all this stuff going on and, and essentially in, in getting this job. And things have to work out, you know, perfectly for you, and, and that was a, a, one of those situations where I was just super lucky in that moment. Yeah. Well, I'll say, you know, sometimes they say opportunity is hard work met by preparation. I think that's a lot of what goes into you as well. No and question. Talking about your playing days at CMU, what, what's your best memories? What, what do you think of when you think about playing at CMU? Yeah, a couple of things. One, winning a championship. You yeah. know, like I said, uh, when I was here, um, you hang out with those te- your teammates off the field all the time. And I remember being one of the younger guys and, and hanging out with some older guys off the field and just watching those guys. You know, as much as you didn't want to talk about baseball off the, off the field, it always came into conversation, you know. And, yeah. and But that was the cool thing when you look at, back at it. And, and those guys wanted – wanted us to win a ring like the young guys they kept talking about this is what we want you guys to do we want you to have this experience in two three four years like that's pretty special like I remember those moments pretty vividly and and uh just as I got older like I felt like I needed to do that for the younger guys too in the program so you know obviously winning championships but also the the people that I was involved with uh, my roommates Uh, I had a house with three other guys we all played professional baseball which is pretty amazing and uh, those guys are all super successful right now, and we stay in touch. And they, they were all over me the last couple of week, weeks about this position. And, and uh, just that, that is, is special. And to come here today and, and see my former coach and see Coach Kylitz here and see some people that I'm really familiar with come back and support me it was, was outstanding. So just reminds me of why this place is so special. Another thing I want to ask you about, you got drafted by the Detroit Tigers. Yeah. You know, you didn't make it to the quote-unquote the show or whatever, <laughs> but getting drafted, what was that moment like, man? Yeah, Probably one of the most exciting moments yeah. of my life, you know, um, just because of where I had been five, six years prior yeah, to that. You know, like, yeah, that's like you said, know? It's, it's the Michael Jordan story. Dude. <laughs> it, really, it really is. I can't help but compare it to that. Yeah, man. so that was super exciting. And, and uh, you know, I thought at that time I made it big. I was a millionaire. We were never going to have to work again. <laughs> and and uh, unfortunately, you know, it didn't happen that way. And, and it is what it is. I think that's a, just a tough thing to go through and be successful. And that's why those guys are so good. Um, you know, but that was – Big time moment in my life. I'll never forget it. Uh, you know, a lot of people that helped get me there and give me those opportunities. But just a, a, a cool thing to be a part of and, and uh, an outstanding part of my life for sure. Yeah, now your coaching career, I mean, you talk about taking the steps. Alma College, Northwood to CMU for somebody, you know, I'm a Shepherd graduate just south of here. <laughs> so it's like, man, that's the perfect stepping stones. And so talk a little bit about those transitions. Yeah, so – if you if you really look at it, that's not always a perfect scenario for coaching at this level. Like Division three head coach, Division two head coach. I've only, I only had three years of assistant coaching. I've coached eleven years now, eight as a head coach, and that just doesn't doesn't happen all that much. So again, just me getting fortunate to be given opportunities early in my career to coach, and it just so happened to be at Alma to, when I started, and and then. Uh, you know, I was actually on the road recruiting for Alma one day, and I ran into another CMU alum who at the time was coaching at Northwood, uh, Jeff Novacek, and he 
kind of said, hey, man, I, I didn't know you were in coaching, you know. And he said, we might have a, a GA spot opening up here soon. I'll keep you in the loop. And, you know, he called me a few weeks later and said, that's happening. What do you think about coming over here and being our pitching guy and getting your master's? And I said, heck, yeah, this is a great opportunity for me, you know. And if I want to be uh, head coach, getting my master's was, was big time in that moment, I felt. So going over there for a couple of years and what you don't see in there is there was a – five or uh, four or five month period where I wasn't coaching and I had taken a, after I got my master's degree I had taken a job with a, a scouting company um, for a couple of months I was I was engaged and getting married and uh, living on a GA salary that was like non-existent you know so I needed to figure out a way to support my family moving forward because there wasn't going to be a full-time job opening up at Northwood once I left and so I did that and took a chance on that and that was a really tough decision to get out of coaching because I never I didn't know if I'd ever get back into it yeah, you've you know? never not been in baseball at that right, point, right right so and that was a you know I didn't miss any seasons it was kind of over the summertime and into the winter and then uh, the head coach at the time at Alma um, in December resigned and took another job and there was some familiarity there, so I, you know, threw my name in the hat, and good things happened, and got my first head coaching job at 27 years old, and and then, uh, you know, popped back over to Northwood because I had some familiarity there three years later, and and then with Jordan coming over here, it's just it's really weird how it's all worked out, and it's really been in my favor. I am I am super lucky, and and don't know how I'm in this position right now to be honest, but um, I feel like I've worked pretty hard, and I've been pretty organized and diligent at, at my process and what I wanted to achieve, and. Um, I couldn't be more proud of uh, the people that have helped me along the way, but myself, you know, and, and I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm not going to change anything because I'm at the Division One level. There might be some things that I change because of the program I play in. Probably means it means tenfold to anything. Um, but, you know, I, we're family first, and, you know, that's going to be at the forefront, but also team first and figuring out a way to have a great experience while we're here are, are going to be things that are staples in our program moving forward. So, and that's, that's how it was at Alma and Northwood, too. So not, not any different. I just, you know, you probably have a little bit different type of player. You're probably traveling a little bit more. You probably have a little bit more time to work with your guys. All really good things that college baseball coaches, you know, certainly want. Yep, and now what's it mean to have the support of Coach Bishop coming over here? He said he just kind of keep following in those big footsteps, but you're feeling them pretty good, man. <laughs> yeah, and that's, you know, what I, what I shared earlier is, you know, um, having worked with him only for a year, and, and I just I feel like I've been on his staff for the last seven or eight years. We talk often. He's always had my back for whatever reason. He's, he's drawn to me in those situations and has always given me a, a good recommendation when it comes to that stuff. That's important because that guy has a lot of success. Like if that guy's in your corner, you, you know you're going to get chances. And uh, it's, so that's been a big deal for me, getting the job over at Northwood and then obviously over here. So I'm really thankful for him and, and his friendship. And, you know, I wish those guys all the best moving forward. I know they're going to do great things there. All right, Coach Sable, thanks so much for joining me, man. Really appreciate it. Great. Thanks for having me. Fire up chips. Let's go. Thank you for listening to Spock Sports Show with Chris Spockman. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views, opinions of Latitude Media, our sponsors, affiliates, and My1043 or Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.